Good afternoon and welcome to Open Air and good afternoon Ashwini. Hey Michael. Hi there. I have announcements here. Wonderful. Okay. In this year of practice, we deepen our intimacy with the intelligence that animates. Join Sherry, Ashwini, and Sangha this coming Sunday, January 30th, for That Thou Art, a workshop laying the foundation for our practice exploration in 2022. And for this and other practice opportunities, visit livingcompassion.org. And a few reminders for today's show. If you'd like to get in the queue and talk with Ashwini, please press star six and then one to make a show. And a conversation on one topic, please. And about five minutes is great. Okay, Ashwini, I think that covers it. Okay, wonderful. Here we go. First caller, you are now live on the air, and would you please introduce yourself? Oh, good evening. Hi, Michael. Hi, Ashwini. It's Todd. Hi, Todd. Hey. Um, well, this, <laughs> this might be a bit of a, an advertisement and testimonial, but I, I just want to, um, I just recently discovered a resource that I hadn't seen before on the um, Living oh, Compassion. Uh, a resource? resource uh-huh a, a practice yeah. tool yeah yeah on the living compassion website and um it was i was just reviewing the virtual meditation group times and as i was scrolling down it had um, one of sherry's books uh as a as a digital download complimentary as well um about meditation that i i had read probably a decade ago, and I'd lost the book. I don't know where I had bought it, and I lost it. And, and I just happened to download it. It's Nothing Happens Next. And just um, it's a series of question and answers with the guide about meditation. And I, I just found it, it, it incredibly fascinating and interesting and supportive and helpful, and I just wanted to share that. Well, thank you for sharing that, Todd. We've been, we've been talking about that download being made available in so in in many forums, mm-hmm. and it's just so surprising that uh, you know we we dis- we rediscover things that are interesting to us at very very appropriate times. And I I love that book. It's one of my favorite yeah. books. It's an in, it's such an incredible book about uh, how this practice talks about process even if yes. the entirety of the question is about content. Right. That was right? my experience. There's never, an answer. there's never an answer to a question at no. the content level, but there's yes. such a tremendous exploration of the, of the process around why that question is arising in content. It's just magnificent. Exactly. And it just felt like when I did one read-through, and now I'm just reading, um, I'm just recording a couple pages every morning, part of my recording and listening. It's fun to listen to it throughout the day. But I just found that it, it, it just, it, it appeared in those, I don't know, 100 and so odd pages or 100 questions or so, that it encompassed almost in a process way, as you described, 
almost every aspect of my experience of practice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing how that happens, isn't it, uh-huh. Todd? Like it's just yeah. it's like the daily recollection. Right. There's some framework that gives us a way to experience, as you said, every aspect of our practice because it it is reflective. We can find our experience in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, 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 exactly. And I I've been um, I've been practicing a while, and I've been. Um, participating in the virtual meditation groups for quite almost since the inception because it's been such a great support to um, start my day with the first sit of the day with the virtual meditation groups and then to have this little download book which which uh, I've heard that it was available but I just never sought it out until two days ago <laughs> I don't know why mm-hmm. but um, it 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 just it seemed to not that I had any real nagging questions about my sitting practice but what it did is it, 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 it encouraged and reinforced and just brought in clear what, in this Zen awareness practice, what sitting is there, what, 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 it's, what its practical purpose is, is to train to direct the attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. So in reading the book, what it brought to you is the reason we meditate in this practice. Yeah. This is why it's a sitting practice. And it's also why we extraordinary, do it. right? Yeah, that's why we do it. And so that's, the, well, two things, right? We're often guided, right? We are always given what we need in the most appropriate moment that we need it. And sometimes we don't realize that we need it. And it's only when the reflection happens that we recognize we were looking or something was looking. Yeah. Yeah, oh, and the gift is made available. Oh yeah, yeah. So, uh, like I said, and it's it's offered um, it's offered free, complimentary. So you know, um, as as a um, great resource to anyone that's interested, just just go on the Living Compassion website. I think it's I I can't exactly remember what tab it's under, but I think it's probably under practice, and then you go to virtual meditation groups, and then it's it's in there. And I I would highly encourage it to anyone who's who's interested in in um, uh, you know, exploring more about sitting practice. Mm-hmm. Or just finding that same resonance that you found, mm-hmm. right? That uh, it's mm-hmm. not even about sitting practice, it's about practice. Yeah, it just thank you. It so right. brings us that, uh, <laughs> that sense of delight and recognition yeah. and, uh, uh, oh my God, this is what I've been doing for the last <laughs> however many years I've been practicing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I think it's also available on the What's New page for, oh. for download right there. Yes, and I think it's also available on keepitsimple.org uh, as well. Yeah, yeah. So there's lots I don't of know for that for sure. So, no, yeah. I, yeah, I don't know that for sure, but it just peaked my, uh, it just dropped in that. I think they mentioned it on there, uh, on the website. But anyway, um, great. Well, uh, that's all I was looking at today, so thank you very much. Thanks, Todd. Thanks, Ashwini. Thank you, Michael. Thanks, Todd. Thanks for joining us. Ashwini, as we sometimes talk about, the whole book is in the title. And mm-hmm. I just love the title of that book also, Nothing Happens Next, because everything mm-hmm. happens now. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I think we, we actually did, when we were looking at the paramitas in, our, uh, last, in the last couple of weeks of the year long, we, we, we actually referenced the introduction to that book and the download 
because that is one of the, the ways in which we, one of the ways we practice conscious awareness, right? Sitting meditation, that practice of inquiry. Yes. Yes. Fabulous. And we have another caller here. Next caller, you are now live on the air, and would you please introduce yourself? Hi, Ashwini, it's Ramita in Charleston. Hey, Ramita. Hi, Michael. Hi. Um, so much good stuff is happening. I, I often look at the end of one New Year's retreat and the beginning of the next year-long retreat as this gap. And, oh, my gosh, this gap has been filled <laughs> with so many wonderful practice offerings. So I'll uh-huh. start, out, start off with just saying thank you. Uh-huh. Yeah. There's no beginning and ending, right, Romita? We just keep going. <laughs> right, right. The, the New Year's retreat was such a gift. Um, I've really missed uh, being in, in person in retreat, you know, really at the monastery mm-hmm. or at some of the outlying places that we've gathered. And this, I really doubled down to give myself the uh, privileged environment and um, it just it was fabulous it it moved me and got me in touch with my heart in a way that uh, you know the story is that that only happens at the monastery mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah which is the lie also right that, that is the story that it is possible to be in touch with the heart at all times and there are different flavors mm-hmm. of that experience. Yeah, yeah. I got a new flavor of that. Um, I, I seem to reach a place of concentration in, that, in the session on New Year's Eve that uh, I haven't been to before where, um, you know, I, I have a sense or I have had a sense at times of things being all connected but in a sort of a horizontal plane and something happened where, as I'm looking at the white wall, it it seemed to gain depth and a new new perception of dimension there, the mm-hmm. forward and backward connection. And mm-hmm. it woke up something in the middle of the chest that was that continues to, like you say, a new flavors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So so there's there's always that uh, ego story of a particular experience is only possible in a in a given set of circumstances, and it's so fun to give us give ourselves the gift of the privileged environment that is available to us, that's on offer to us, and and belie the lie, right? That ego is not is it does not know what it's talking about all all the time, and then to have that experience of being able to sit in meditation and sashin on New Year's Eve and experience something that you've never experienced before, which it sounds like a, a different texture or a different dimension to being here and being connected with everything else. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And it, it continues to reverberate and, and became a touchstone for me in the best year yet um, experience we just had this past weekend, um, spending mm-hmm. time together, setting, looking at the year and setting priorities and uh, coming back to my new paradigm. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm heart-centered. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's lovely too, right, Ramita? The continuity of offerings of practice allow us a continuity of practice and therefore uh, a continuity of trajectory in the practice, right? So here you are at New Year's retreat. You arrive at this uh, heart-centeredness that then becomes enfolded into your paradigm for the best year yet, Mm -hmm. your intention, something that you could touch into. Yes. And now we're leading into another wonderful experience together this weekend. And yes, it just, it just doesn't stop. No, so no, I yeah, and that thou art. There's the clarion call, huh? Absolutely. Mm. Thank you so much. Thanks, Ramita. Thanks for joining us, Ramita. And Ashwini, I'm going to bring on the next caller here. Next caller, you are now live on the air, and would you please introduce yourself? Hi, this is uh, Paul from Los Angeles. Hi, Paul. I can't believe Hi. How are both of you? <laughs> um, you know, I haven't called in about a year. Uh, I've been following along kind of on the sidelines, listening to the recordings of the daily show, but I never can. I, well, I haven't. Anyway, this year I'm, I intend to, to be on the calls, not just listen on the recordings. But anyway... I, I guess I don't call unless I'm not feeling good. And, you know, I, I kind of got some karma that comes up every once in a while, uh, you know, sometimes very heavy and sometimes not, where I, I feel kind of heavy. And I, I hate it. And I don't know what I'm really asking, but how do you be okay with feeling, like, terrible? Um I know, I know. Adding thoughts to it is making it makes the worst, but I mean, it's still there, and it's 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 the only leverage conditioning seems to have on me. And so, so Paul, what is? Do you have the ability to say a little bit about what the karma is for you? Yeah, it, it's it's an old old karma, and I I talked to you before too. Um, kind of a um, having you know having like some scanning process and then someone says something and it brings on a lot of heaviness and the only answer is to, you know, communicate to them about it, which is, you know, an addiction at this point and, or just kind of do it myself through self-reassurance and that, you know, if I'm in pretty good, uh, on a pretty good role, I can just do that. But some, but now this is like I'm, I'm back, uh, you know, 50 years ago, getting off drugs and uh, mm-hmm. I feel the same feelings of you know isolation my wife's gone for a couple of months now uh, but you know this feeling a lot of talking going on in my head uh, so and just feeling horrible and uh, uh-huh. yeah and so do you record and listen about it how do you practice with it Paul I, I do re- you know I, I, I've done some recording and listening um, and sometimes that's a little bit helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, I try to, mm-hmm. as always, at least you know now, as opposed to 50 years ago, I know it's all nonsense. There, there's really nothing wrong. I have little post-its around the house, and the, the best one is there's nothing wrong. Um, mm-hmm. Because there isn't. There's just nobody's sick. Everybody's 
fine and my family and, you know, everyone. I, I'm usually, I know my true nature is a really good one. <laughs> but, you know, still that feeling is there and it's like I'm helpless to, uh-huh. to really uh, figure it out or anything, you know, of course. Yes. Well, we are, right? We're, when we're identified with it, we do feel helpless because we're identified with it. So let aren't, me aren't we supposed to? Aren't we? Okay, sorry. Go, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. I, I thought you once said or I read that, that until we admit we are helpless, uh, you know, like a, a, the way won't appear, like what we, you know, it won't drop in. So there's something about like saying, like, okay, I can't figure this out. I can't control this. Isn't that a good thing? Sort yeah. Of? yeah, absolutely. So there's a couple of things about that, right, Paul? Because there's a way in which you, you know or it's been your experience that this is karmic. This is a pattern. It happens to you. The voices say something. Uh, you know, something happens project in your something. external environment. Yeah, external right. environment. The voices project something. They basically, the, right. the program starts, and you feel heavy. So there's a sense right. of, of knowing the process, knowing the pattern, knowing that this is what happens. There's the ability you have experience practicing redirect, redirecting your attention from it. And so perhaps yep. the place to look at it right now is um, just the acceptance that the program circles back once in a while. Yeah. And, yeah. and I, it, the, the experience of the program circling back for you is this, this desperate desire for you not to feel terrible. It feels terrible, so I don't want to feel terrible. The only way we can stop feeling terrible is to stop feeling terrible. <laughs> yeah, but okay? how, do you do, how do you do that? <laughs> well, well, um, so there, there are two very distinct ways in which we practice with something like the karma cycling around, right? One of those yeah. is to keep redirecting the attention because as you've right. stated, the voices are, it, they're, they're, you know there's nothing wrong. There's, there's, yeah. uh, this is an old piece of karma. These are the sensations. And so every time that, ex, that feeling comes up, it's because the, your attention's on the program. So you, right. you train yourself to have your attention on something else and so fiercely that it replaces the attention on the program. So it does yeah. take um, that level, of, that level of, of practice, right? So if I want to lift, lift 100 pounds, I have to train myself to lift 100 pounds. And this is an equivalent of a 100-pound program. It has the ability to get your attention completely sometimes. So at those From times, what? the amount of attention that you have to give to something else is, has to be proportionate, right? Yeah, that's a, that's a great point. I mean, the, the, like the effort involved in redirecting my attention has got to be better. <laughs> it's got to be more That's it. because, because yeah. the, uh, other so- the other side is so energized, you know, with right. constant, yeah. That's Reinforcement. And, and so, so recognizing that I feel like I feel terrible is a good, good reminder of what you are practicing. If I really don't want to feel terrible, the only, the only way to do that is not to have my attention inside yeah. the karma or with the voices. So I pick up the recorder, and if I, all I have to say every moment is I choose unconditional love, I, I am looking at the beautiful trees outside, I'm going to be present, I choose not to feel heavy. However you want to keep the attention on yeah. what you choose, 
It has yeah. to go, be measure for measure with the effort that the karma is ex- exerting on you. Yeah, yeah, that's right? very good. Uh, and, and, you know, and, I, I did realize... Yeah, go ahead. Well, go ahead. Go ahead. I have another way to practice with it. Um, I'll forget my thing, so hold on to yours. <laughs> but, yes, okay. Uh, I kind of um, realized this time that it comes out of this lost in thought regular, you know, when I'm feeling fine, but I'm lost in thought, which is such yeah. a constant. Um, yes. And that, that's a, you know, that has not been on the flow chart as, like, number one. Uh, I'm going to make it number zero um, mm-hmm. on, the, on the chart because that's the precursor being out of the present moment, and then, then it, it, it can come. Brilliant. Anyway, precisely. Yeah. Yes, that is that's very insightful because what you're what you're pointing at is yeah you you process map that's what I think you're referring to as the flow chart every aspect of this karmic process. The reason that you can fall into the karmic process is because there's a process that precedes it, which is the attention yeah. on something in conditioned mind that feels benign, but it's not keeping yeah. you present. And so this right. karma can slip in when you're, atten- when you're not vigilant, when you're not paying attention. Right. And so, yeah, yes. that ab- so that ability to be fierce in directing the attention is not something that you just develop when the karma arises. It's something that you yes. can be doing in every minute so that, A, perhaps the, the program doesn't slide in and catch yes. you unawares, but also that, that ability is available to you in crisis, right? Yeah, Once well, the program this, has reached this, a certain volume. I'm kind of highly motivated right now because I feel lousy. So, you know, to, to do, what, do what you're recommending. And so um, this could kind of get me also help bridge over to, like, when I'm feeling okay to continue to yeah. uh, redirect yeah. in a very strong way. Hey, you had another yeah, one other way to do that. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, and, and it's it's a, just a different technique with the with the because here's the thing, right, uh, Paul? When I feel terrible, all of my attention is in, is on feeling better. I want to avoid this, distract yeah. myself, get away from it. And sometimes totally. the best way to face it is to get get through ego is to face it. Right? Yeah. So I, I'm feeling lousy. Let me talk about how lousy I'm feeling. Right? Yeah. Where I bring awareness, conscious, compassionate awareness to the situation. And then the situation dissipates. Right? If I'm trying to get away from the situation, in some ways I'm keeping it in place. And so instead of in the, in, if letting the situation continue, by saying, I feel lousy, I don't know how to deal with the situation, I wish this would go away, you can redirect either to something that you choose or redirect awareness and attention to voices and go, okay, I'm going to talk about that. And you can be with the person in the situation. And then, yeah. then there's presence there, not the ego avoidance that makes makes that a problem that has to be solved and, and separates you from that, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like hard to just be with this heavy, uncomfortable, terrible feeling. Even with no thought involved, it's 
but it's worse with the mm. thought involved. But, but yeah, to just be like in meditation with something like that. I know that's what's to kind of yes, do. And that, it's very hard because well, you want to no, get no, away. No, like you said you want to get away. No. Huh. Yeah. So let me let me make sure it's a very subtle place. What we what we are what we want to get away from is not the heavy feeling. What we want to get away from is what the voices are doing to me, right? The -hmm. voices basically say what you want to get away from is this horrible feeling so that you don't realize that the only thing that's horrible about it is the voices telling you that it's horrible. Okay, very good. Uh, I like that. (laughs) Right? And there's no shoulds in Zen. When you meditate, when you're trying to be present with your experience, you're not attempting not to have the experience. You're attempting to, right. to have the experience, right? So when, right. when you pick up the recorder and talk about my heavy feeling, you're actually exposing what the voices are doing and being with what's really going on for you rather than being told what's going on for you. And if you start recording from that perspective, you'll find out maybe it's not heavy. Like what, the, what does it mean? What does heavy even mean? What do you mean I feel heavy? Do I weigh 500 pounds? Am I carrying 300 pounds? Mm-hmm. Where is this Very heaviness? Good. Right? Very and you good. get to ex- go into the experience and go, what's really going on? Oh, I have a, I have a, a sensation in my chest. Or right. actually, this feeling of heaviness is a bunch of conversation that I haven't paid attention to yet because it's so unconscious. Maybe something is telling me, oh, Paul, you should be afraid. Or, oh, Paul, you, you know, whatever. You don't know. You, you, it, it says heavy, and you run in the other direction. Wow, that's, you know, I don't intellectually really get that, but it, it feels right, what you just said, that there's some conversation underneath that I'm not aware of that's part of, really, part, you know, a big part of the heaviness. Yeah. So I, I, that's a good thing, yeah. Yeah, once you start exploring heaviness, you'll discover if there is something or if there isn't anything, right? But at least you'll know. Yes. You can't be confused by that word that says heavy and obscures everything. Yeah, or the depression word, which I I, I just hate that word, but I mean, I, I, but that's that's the word it wants to say as well. Yeah. But, you know, I don't want to. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's the encouragement in process mapping. If you, if you are being facilitated in a process map and you say, I'm angry or I'm depressed, the first thing the facilitator will say is, How, what, is that, what, is, what is the conversation around that word? Because depressed is a label. It gives you no information. Angry is a label. It gives you no information. Heavy is a label. It gives you no information. But if you could go in and say, well, what that sounds like to me, say anger, is that I can't believe that other person gets away with something that I'm not able to get away with. Now, that has a lot of information in it because it allows me to work with, oh, what do I, what do I, have, go about, what do I have going about that, right? Which is why we want a process map, which is why we want to peel apart the label and see what is the conversation underneath that? What does that mean to me? And when I, when I put that out in words, there's a way in which 
I can actually work with that. I can reassure the person who's suffering. I can work out the beliefs and assumptions and projections and do a two-handed right. with that person's feeling. I mean, there's so many ways I can be with it that assists me not to suffer if I don't fall for just the label. That's great. Okay. I like it. I want to listen to this a couple more times for sure. Thanks so much, Ashwini. Don't take another note. Okay. All right. No, I'm committing committing next year or this year already uh, to to be on the morning call. So I have to change my whole schedule to get up early. Anyway, (laughs) and I want to say goodbye to Michael, too. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, Paul. Okay. Thanks so much, Ashwini. Okay. Bye. Bye. There we go. Thanks for joining us, Paul. And Ashwini, what kept dropping in for me during that conversation was the worthy opponent and uh, willingness to keep showing up uh, in the face of the worthy opponent. And, and what, what is there for me to learn uh, from that? Yeah. yeah, and it is certainly a worthy opponent. Yes. And Ashwini, we're going to go to Good News Update now, and then we'll come back for more callers. Thanks, Michael. Thank you. Okay, Jen, turning it over to you for a good news update. All right, excellent. And don't go too far, Michael, because for good <laughs> news updates today, I'm pleased to be joined by Michael, who is here to speak with us about his experience of participating in year-long retreat kickoffs. Thanks for being with us to talk about that, Michael. My pleasure. Thank you, Jen. So I was thinking about it today as we were coming up to this, and, and since the um, kickoff is this coming weekend, we really wanted to highlight it today, um, and how much, as I was looking at it today, how much it's become part of our really, our annual rhythm, and sort of kicking off, you know, how we're being this year, you know, some of the what's we're looking at, and that sort of thing. So, um, so we thought it would be fun to talk about someone's particular experience. So maybe you could talk about what you've seen as you've participated in those over many years now. Great, great. Thank you, Jen, for the invitation. And it's interesting because as you were talking, I could feel my heart rate, you know, rising up and uh, the enthusiasm. And um, it's fun because with the best year yet last weekend, one of the guidelines that dropped in for me was, open the channel for enthusiasm. And it feels like that's what the annual kickoff does for me. You know, we have a a month or so where we don't have the morning radio show. And um, as the earlier caller was saying, you know, there's still a lot of practice opportunities. And now we're ramping up for the new year, and we all get to be together and share that enthusiasm for practice. Such a good point, Michael. That... You're right. I mean, increasingly, because there's so much practice happening, there's so many ways to support oneself, practice does go right on. But there's a way in which the annual kickoff is the opening of that portal of a new year of Mm. focus and practice, isn't it? And I love that, the way you describe that, that it really is, I I went right there, I bet that's true for all of us as Sangha, it is the opening of enthusiasm for that new year of practice kicking off. Mm, yes, yes. And the other thing that dropped in for me as I was considering this conversation today is it feels like almost like a presidential State of the Union address, 
It's a chance for all of us to get together, hear from Sherry, hear from Winnie, hear from Sangha. This is where we are. This is what's going on. And let's go. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's so funny. Um, I've heard Sherry say a number of times, sort of every year, right, is extraordinary. And we we walk (laughs) through this extraordinary process and we see so much. And that she's talked about, like, I mean, what else is, what, what could we focus on next year? I mean, what else is there, right? And yet, every year, it unfolds more and more and more, deeper and deeper and deeper. And so I love that image of this is really all of us coming together in one place at one time, the state of the union of practice, getting to hear from Sherry, getting to hear from Ashwini, and kicking off the theme for the coming year. Mm, yes, yes. And the, another piece that dropped in for me is that it's a workshop. There are going to be practice opportunities, yeah. I'm sure, things for me to look at and explore and consider. And I love doing practice. I love doing workshops. And so this is another opportunity for that. Yeah, yeah. It reminds me of what we were talking about on Good News Update last week leading up to the Best Year Yet workshop. And it was definitely my experience in the Best Year Yet workshop that Every single time we get together for some kind of workshop, we're led to places that we haven't seen before. You know, just that's just how it works. When you come together and you're asked to sit, you're present, you're, you're given a place to look, you always see new things. And so it's always an opportunity to, to expand our practice in that way. Mm, yes, yes. And as you were saying a minute ago, you know, what else can we explore or talk about since we've explored everything? And as you just said, every moment is a new moment. There's always something new for me to see. And um, I know I'm going to get great uh, questions to explore. And it's, uh, I think we've talked about this. It's the, and I'm, I know there's some quote probably by Rainer Maria Rilke about it's the question, not the answer. What's exciting is the exploration, the question, and if I'm trying to get a specific answer, then I'm probably looking somewhere not very helpful. Yeah. Well, and I think um, Shwani alluded to when you were doing the announcements earlier, the title of the workshop for this coming kickoff, That Thou Art, Yes. and talk about (laughs) an open-ended exploration. Wow. Mm -hmm. You know, that's kind of the whole thing right there. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. For me, that title pulls me into projection and how the world that I see is created in my mind, whether it has anything to do with what we might call external reality is open, open to question. So that's fun. Yeah, it is fun. It is super fun. And registration, as you mentioned, is still open for that. Um, So, yeah, hoping, I mean, truly, you know, hoping that all of Sangha can be with us on that. As you said, it's really kind of the annual, everyone come on in, here we go, <laughs> let's let's kick it off. So, hoping that mm-hmm. as many folks as possible will join us for that this yes. weekend. Yes. Yeah. Well, thanks for being with us to talk about it, Michael. My pleasure. Thanks for the invitation, Jen. And I'll turn the show back over to you. Okay, great. All right. And welcome back, Ashwini. And Thanks, Michael. Let me find the cue here. All right. Next caller. 
You are now live on the air, and would you please introduce yourself? Hi, this is Kim calling from Anaheim. Hi, Kim. Hi, Kim. Hi. A long time. <laughs> mm. um, and I thought if I got unmuted, I might, um, we could look at, uh, well, politeness in the privileged environment. Aha. Uh -huh. Politeness in the privileged environment. Say more. Well, I noticed that. Uh, hmm. Well, I'm so in communication that you know there's the, there's our guidelines and then um, things like whether to say hello, so and so, or thanks, or things like that. Like the there's this conversation about well, is that just conditioning? Like you're just being a personality, you know? Mm-hmm. 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 Uh-huh. So that, that there's an inquiry for you around this process of uh, what we might do conventionally in interactions, like say thank you or hello or whatever else, and to wonder whether that you're, you're doing that out of a sense of personality or dot, dot, dot. Mm. And what yes, and things, about that? Oh, yeah. Well, the other thing, too, is things like saying sorry, you know, like apologizing mm -hmm. or how much to acknowledge. That one's kind of clearer. I, you know, I'm seeing, okay, mm -hmm. that's me wanting to be, like, a good person. And, you know, okay, I don't have to do that. But um, I see that this is something that happens outside of the religious environment, too, is, like, how much, how much enthusiasm and friendliness is appropriate. Um, so, mm -hmm. so it's not... Mm -hmm. It's not only happening here, but this is such a, it, it definitely happens here too. Uh-huh. Well, it's a sort of a, a place where there's a heightened sense of it. So when I'm, one, when I'm going about my life, there's not so much of an attention to, uh, to that because it's not highlighted. It's what everybody does. Everyone says thank you and sorry and hi and how are you doing, and that's just the way we interact, right? So, mm -hmm. But in the privileged environment, because there's a different framework for interaction, it allows us to question the process. Yes, and, yeah. and I, got, I really appreciate it. I forgot where you had mentioned, like, you know, and for God's sakes, like, be normal, you know, like, we don't need to be. <laughs> but, yes, yeah. well, and, and Kim, I think part of what I, we all get fascinated by is really just um, asking the question, right? So I say thank you all the time, and I tend to say sorry in these cases, and I tend to, you know, I notice how much enthusiasm and friendliness I'm bringing to the situation. And then I'm curious about it, right? Wait a second. Where is that coming from? Is that coming from as uh, me being a person? Is it my conditioning? What would I feel like if I wasn't that way? Why am I always that way? Or, you know, it's just an exploration. And I think that is what practice assists us with, which is to, to basically be in, as Michael just referred to it, in the question. Rather than just living an unexamined life where everything is assumed to be what it is just because that's how I see it <laughs> or that's how I am with it, we just turn around. It becomes so much more fascinating, a fascinating way to live, to be curious about it. Not because you need to change or fix or there's something wrong with any of what you're doing, but simply because you're willing to examine whether you're just willing to examine it. 
Yes. Yeah, and I, I looked at that, at, at saying bless you um, when someone sneezes, <laughs> for, uh, which this is reminding me of, and, and thought, okay, you know what? I, I prefer to say it. <laughs> it's where I landed because there was always this should I or should I not that would go on, you know, kind of like mm-hmm. a duality. But, but I can, I, what you're saying makes me, is bringing up like the, or points out it's, you know, how, not what. So how are you being polite? You know, the saying thank you. Is it so that you're trying to show something or get something like that? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and that's beautiful. And you brought two different examples to that, right? So you actually looked at should I or should I not say bless you, and what you chose was not to be in a conversation about it, but to get to the clarity of, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to be in a conversation, so I let presence to... I let presence be, be responsive in that moment and say, bless you. I actually prefer to do that versus that examination around, uh, I think, you know, apologizing or being friendly or where you just get to explore it, right, rather than be in the conversation about it. Yeah. Yes, it's 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 a it's a lovely way to live. Yes, yes, and it's just so interesting, you know, that that very strong pull to like, but but what is the right what is the right answer? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? yes. yes, but we know what that yes. is. So. Yeah, which is what we want to see, right? Mm-hmm. I think you said, uh, oh, the good right person, right, around being sorry. Mm-hmm. So that good right person is the process I want to see through because it's how I'm controlled. It's how I suffer or, or in some ways get beaten up by those voices if I'm not the good right person. So I want to be free of that conditioning. But until I'm aware that the conditioning is operating, I can't be free from it. And so that sequence that you're pointing to, which is so important, where instead of just doing what I do, I bring curiosity to the process, And then if I'm bringing curiosity to the process, I can always train with it, right? So first of all, I want to get out of the conversation. And then I'm going to try try it one or a couple of times to say bless you when the sneezing happens and see everything I see about it. And a couple of times don't say it and see everything that happens. And then I say bless you and somebody insults me as a consequence and I see what, what goes on for me about it. And somebody else gets offended because I didn't say something and I see what I see about it, right? I mean, there's just, we, we can just train with watching our process and how, how we're controlled in all of those, those environments, and that is the key to our freedom. Yes. Yes. Well, well, thank you so much. Okay, I was just going to ask you, was there more? But yes, thank you, Kim. Thanks for bringing that up. Yeah, so happy. You too. Thanks for joining us, Kim. And Ashwini, I love looking at those ideas of sort of how, how is my behavior being dictated? Or if I say thank you, where is that coming from? And uh, as you were saying, that, you know, just the exploration of the whole process makes it fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 
It's, I mean, we're all conditioned, right? I mean, that's really how we, what is politeness and what we, what, what are our beliefs around politeness and um, how do we just assume that something, is, is, what's polite for me is polite to someone else. Yes, exactly. Yes. Going back to your comment about projection, yeah. Yes. And we have another caller here. Okay. Next caller, you are now live on the air, and would you please introduce yourself? Hi, this is Vanessa in North Carolina. Hey, Vanessa. Hey, Vanessa. Hey, Michael. Hey, Um, Let's see. Um, what did I want to talk about? I don't know. I just had this day where... Um, I was just, com I, I guess uh, what I want to call it is completely identified. And I was looking at that because I said that to myself or somebody did, oh, I'm so identified. What does that mean? And I just realized I just felt like, um, you know, I just realized it was all me all day. <laughs> just just uh, like a and 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 it was just like um yeah yeah and and you know there was just this this identity you know that was that was Vanessa and her you know just lots of self-hate around that and how that creates that that person that suffering um all day long yeah so say say a little bit more, Vanessa, about about all me. What what do you, what what does that mean? I mean, what were you referring to? Well, example you could give. Just, everything is in relate. I guess I guess what I saw was it's just like everything is in relation to me. So, um, I notice like I'm. Uh, like I'm out in the woods. And I live in this beautiful place. And what I hear is, oh, you know, how come you're so lucky to be here? You don't deserve it. And you're da 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 You know, like, uh -huh. how can you deserve it? And so everything just sort of, every everything is me. And it's also all, um, I guess, like a lot of, you know, just conversation, lots of conversation mm -hmm. that I'm listening so, to. So yeah, so it felt like the what what that means about everything is about me is that there's so much there's so many so many voices right that you're living mm -hmm. in the conversation so it feels mm -hmm. like at the end of a day where the conversation is uninterrupted you feel battered is that mm -hmm. what you're pointing to mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. yeah and so that it's so interesting to have that uh, awareness right that I'm I'm identified. Mm -hmm. uh, is really a very aware statement, not a self-hating statement, right? Mm -hmm. And what you're actually saying is that today happened to be a day where uh, there were a large, it was a market, I was living in a marketplace of voices. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I did, as I was listening to um, another caller, I did realize, like you were talking about, like bringing the, um, 
like bringing your amount of effort, say, to direct attention away or to practice with all the voices, um, I realized that I had, I had, I have, I, I did, you know, like I, I record and listen, I listened to the radio shows, I um, made a recording so I could just have it in my ear, like I redirected the attention, I went for a run, I, um, so I was practicing, yeah, mm-hmm. there was some awareness Yay. there, yeah. Yeah, and and such a lot of acceptance, right, Vanessa? Because we have days uh, that there are no voices and it's a wonderful day, and there are days when it feels like a struggle not to let the voices overwhelm us. Uh, But the point that I think that we might want to take away from the structure of, I mean, from observing those experiences is it happens, (laughs) right? There's a tremendous Mm -hmm. acceptance for yeah, some days the voices are very loud and other days they're not. And in this event, uh, wow, there was an awareness of the identification. So there was plenty of awareness. There was such willingness to practice with it. And perhaps the, mm. uh, the takeaway there, right, Manasa, is that, you know, we're not, we're not going for a particular experience in life. We're attempting to be with mm. all experiences. And mm-hmm. so we're letting go in a scenario where the voices are really loud and there's a marketplace and it's a real din. And I'm still attempting to, uh, to be here and to, to have my attention on what I choose. Uh, I accept that, that they're there and they make me feel a certain way and that's all right. Because mm-hmm. I'm not mm-hmm. trying to completely, I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying. To, in other words, there's a subtle form of self-hate here, which is, you have to be with the voices in such a way that you transcend them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's the, perfect, that's the perfect outcome of practice rather than what you experienced was the struggle, to, to the struggle for attention and going up against the worthy opponent. And then the worthy opponent gets to decide whether you were successful or not in yes. the struggle. Rather than going, wow, I, I, I was identified, yeah, but I gave it my best shot. Right, yeah, yeah, it's like you get, I noticed that too. It was like, is, I, there was times where I would be like, is this, this isn't working, or is this working? And I, it, it's like when you get just get flipped right back into the bowl or the pot or yeah. whatever, it is, you know, That's yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, and sometimes we just survive it, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And have a sense of humor about it. And, you know, when it passes, just laugh and whatever I learned about it. And whatever it is, it is what it is. Right. Right. And I can see, like, as I'm looking at it now, I can see how there was, like, the setup, like, in days past. There's, like, procrastination and, you know, reading, spending too much time on the news. And, like, just this setup that maybe culminated in... Mm. a day like today as well Mm -hmm. yeah 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 and that is so good to see right that 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 uh um it that there are there may have been things that got uh it's a trajectory of increasing Mm -hmm. unconsciousness exactly (laughs) and then you get slammed into it eventually and then you suddenly have to oh my god i'm so far into this process and then in retrospect to understand because we learn, right? We learn, okay, well, uh, 
if if I if I know the things that take care of me, and if those if I get talked out of doing those things that take care of me, then this is the consequence. Right. And I get to be with that. Yes. Yeah. 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 And there's something that I've been practicing with too, kind of like a mantra maybe, or something that's like when I come to just enough, it's like I can say nothing needs to change or yeah, nothing needs to change. And there's something about that. And I don't really, I don't understand it, but it, um, it just frees up every everything. Like uh, every, it like takes away what's wrong with whatever's going on. Even if I'm doing something that uh, you know I I know is wrong, quote unquote. But somehow it just frees it all up, and it's like oh, okay. And then the, and then there's a movement, you know, instead of being stuck mm-hmm. in it. If that makes yes. any sense. Mm-hmm. Oh, it completely does. And whatever yeah. the phrase might be for you, I project what you're pointing to is uh, accepting the situation, which, yeah. is, which is so much more uh, uh, relaxing a way of getting back the energy for life than, mm-hmm. to, than, the, than resisting ego, right? Mm-hmm. I don't want ego. Yes. It, it, and therefore, or I have to effort into getting past ego and that's yeah. still within the system. So whatever is the phrase that we work with that allows us, allows us to exit the system is the one that is most powerful for us, right? It's my little, my Patronus charm or whatever it is. And And transform it. And uh, as you were talking about that, you know, uh, when I said that, an earlier comment that you made, it's, uh, it's like there, if, we, if we are engaged in the game of life, some games are really more challenging than the others, and we win as many as we lose. There's no, it, it, but, but approaching it that way, right? I mean, this isn't a, it's not like we win the championship and the, and the cup stays on the shelves. We're in the game all right. the time. Yeah, 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 that's so true, yeah. Thank we can let ourselves have that. Yeah, thank goodness, <laughs> exactly. Because it, yeah. when that point arrives, I think that it, it, it's not a, it's probably not a cup on the uh, on the wall or a shelf. It's like we're in the ground, right? <laughs> it's mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. But it's that well, place of going. Okay, well, I've been, I've done several rounds with a worthy opponent. Mm-hmm. And I'm still here for tomorrow's game. Let me call right. that a celebration and, uh, you know, take care of the person who put up that wonderful fight. Yeah. Yeah. Did her best. Yeah. 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 And thank you to uh, to all the witnesses around. <laughs> around say, say that again. Well, I used to there's um, just a gratitude for all the witnesses around who, you know, like I was, I, I don't know, just everybody who, not the people and the non-humans who are around, like, supporting me mm. through that, whether I knew yes. it or not at the time. Yes. Yeah. 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 Tremendous gratitude that we're supported in the process regardless of the outcome. Yeah. 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 
All right. Thank you so much. Thanks, Vanessa. Yeah. Thanks for joining us, Vanessa. And Ashwini, it's four minutes to the hour. Would you like to take another short caller? Well, why don't we give it a whirl? Okay. All right. Next caller, you are now live on the air. And would you please introduce yourself? Hey, yes, Renny and Michael. It's Jeff in North Carolina. Hey, Jeff. Hi, Jeff. Hey. <laughs> Um, no pressure right. to well, keep it under three minutes. <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly, right. Well, I think I just would like to say, uh, gosh, there could be so many different things to talk about, but um, I think it'll be uh, best year yet. Um, and uh, what a fabulous experience that was. And uh, a key element for me was it being a Sangha experience. Um, so I... Uh, I noticed myself get identified kind of part way through and I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't happy with my, uh, uh, you know, uh, 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 I can think of a new paradigm. And, um, but then during, especially during that last hour, there was just like, <laughs> Oh my gosh, there were just so many amazing things shared that I was like, oh, I want that paradigm and that paradigm and that paradigm and that paradigm. There were just so many things that, and I, I you know, I don't really know. I, I, I mean, I, I actually haven't then landed on one, but there were so, so many that, um, that just I've been using uh, that are just so disidentifying anyway. So I, I don't really, I'm mm. not really going anywhere with that. I know we only have a couple minutes, so I, I just wanted to say that much. Well, and, and thank you, Jeff, I think, because that's such a beautiful process where we don't recognize it, right? That there's something that's not right for us, and then immediately it gets identified with there's something wrong because I haven't gotten what I need to get in the 15 minutes on looking at it. And mm. so then, you know, when we, when we know that, we know that it's not working, uh, we then, it, it's the only process by which I can trust life, right? Because if it's not coming through for me in this moment, to trust that it will come through for me, perhaps mm. not through me, but through everyone else. And that is the Sangha experience, right? That the self-referencing that we're doing, it, it, we don't have to do it by ourselves. It's not up to me. And to trust mm. that life will deliver my paradigm uh, it, uh in some way, shape, or form, right? If I just trust the process. And that's really oh, what yeah. the song experience assists us with. And, I, and that might be the sangha of a workshop or the sangha of uh, conscious, compassionate awareness that's everywhere in the universe because I don't, I don't get the answer, even though I've sat with it and struggled with it, and then I'm driving and I turn on the radio or a, or a recording and it comes through to me. Yeah, exactly. That is that is the kind of thing that happens so so many times. I, I know we're at the end of time, so but as you say, in so many different ways, whether it's um, from sangha on a call or from life in some form, uh, it you know it it just it comes through eventually. Anyway, it was just an extraordinary experience, um, and just thank you, thank you to everyone. Thank you. Thank you, Jeff. We just look to the guide. It's it, it, the entire process of practice is being able to trust life, right? Mm, yeah, really good. Really good. 
Well, thank you, and good night, Ashwini and Michael. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks for joining us. And Ashwini, so many nodes of intelligence out here in this song. Mm-hmm. Amazing. They, absolutely. Yes, in life will always come through. We, we just have to ask. Yes, yes. So thanks for joining us tonight, Ashwini. Thank you, everyone, and go happy. Thanks, Michael. Go happy. Go happy. <laughs>